The following is a community recording of the decentralized storyline for the Web3 game Planet Quest. For more information, please visit planetquest.io. Chapter 10 Subjugation Report from the 26th Conference of the Universal Council, Time of Zeta Sagittarii 3.32 held on board Station Ignis in the neutral center of the core systems. Council members for the Empire, Ji Yung-ju, Ferris Hayden, Fulani Adek. Council members for the Federation, Oria Adonis, Victor Huxley, Elijah Burke. Council members for the Union, Ice Phoenix, Mandla Bankole, Haley Nugan. The following is a transcript of the briefing on the relevant vote for those involved in the Explorer program. Investigation from the Empire has so far yielded no results as to the whereabouts of Montez. The assailants were incredibly careful to leave no solid traces behind. Currently, the prevailing theory is that there was in fact no outside help, that Montez's escape was solely his own doing. Conversely, the missing quantum shipment bound for the core systems is also still unaccounted for. The Council will be informed of any leads in either matter as soon as they arise. Many of the gathered Council members may already be aware of this, but two days ago the Council received a transmission relating to the anomaly. The name our researchers have given to the massive light that swallowed Mamir. The report, however, was riddled with static and almost impossible to decipher. Given the issue with these direct transmissions, scientists on Station Ignis attempted to observe the light from a distance, uncovering a perturbing development. The anomaly previously tinted in light hues across the visible spectrum, has begun pulsating and widening itself, vivid colors streaking across its expanding boundaries. The assembled fleets are already retreating, but the factoring in the anomaly's current alarming rate of growth, it seems only a matter of time before it envelops the fleet entirely. Of course, there is the possibility that this expansion is only temporary, but we have no way of confirming this within such a short span of time. There does appear to be another option. One fragment of the fleet's transmission mentions a method of stifling the anomalous growth. Unfortunately, the specifics of this method were lost in the static, but with multiple fleets of research ships currently reinforcing the original small fleet, including several of the Council's Class S vessels, it is possible the fleets actually possess the equipment necessary to halt the anomaly's progress. Of course, any significant technical operation would require power to be siphoned from the ship's engine, leaving a large amount of them at the mercy of the anomaly's expansion. 
The council has considered many alternatives to these solutions, mainly the possibility of sending another single ship into the light to calm the turbulence, similar to the incident with the Panapia. Though ultimately, such methods hinge too heavily on clarity of communication with the fleet, or require more time than we have in this situation. The effects of this development have been felt all across the core systems, but particularly within the Federation. Communications from the Nexus are breaking down, and many planets within the faction have been thrust into darkness. Taking this into account, it is highly unlikely the Council's comms will reach the fleet unaltered. Our transmissions must be short and immediate, able to be sent to the assembled fleet as often as possible to avoid any part of it being lost. Thus, the vote placed before the Council is as follows. Should the Council place their confidence in the fleets beyond the core systems, allowing them a chance to stop the anomaly's advance? Or does the Council instruct its ships to continue their retreat, trusting that the spread of the anomaly's growth will slow down before it reaches them? Your faction contact will issue a statement shortly in your respective voting channels before the commencement of the vote. 12 hours from now. Federation Storyline Transmission from Victor Huxley, COO of Voss Tech Good soul, explorers. Unfortunately, that little stunt from some rogue faction made last week's vote a bit of a failure. I still firmly believe it was the work of some outside force. This Imperial outcast, styling himself a pirate, may be resourceful, but to take out an entire entourage of Imperial escort ships and leave no men wounded? I don't think so. All the same, now we can take certain of one thing. This vicious pirate is once again free to roam the skies as he pleases. In these trying times, it's the duty of every Federation citizen to hold their head up high and steal themselves for the hardships to come. Of course, I don't mean to place any blame on you explorers for his escape. I would have done much the same in your situation. Defy the despot and give the people a voice. You proved yourselves true paragons of Federation virtues there as you did with the collaborative decision to treat the patients on Station Ignis. Of course, it certainly is shame that our faction has not retained exclusive rights to such a discovery. Hey, but these are the sacrifices we must make for standing behind our principles. Sadly, from what we are hearing on board the station, it seems every sector of the Federation is now suffering from this communication fallout. Of course, with Vostek's proven record of dealing effectively with these situations, we have been asked to dispatch several Valkyrie units to the more severely affected planets and are working with the corporations involved to ensure the living environment for their employees is not impacted in any way. But let us return to the vote at hand. Oh, to be given a chance to participate in such a monumental galactic occasion. You should count yourselves lucky. 
Certainly, if I were in your shoes, I would prioritize experimentation over safety. Nothing was ever gained from shying away from risk, after all. But I can, of course, you know, see the merits of attempting to outrun the anomaly as well. Lest they not catch up to our ships, their respective crews would be in much more fit state to continue their duties. Coming from Kepler 7 to yet another life-threatening situation has no doubt left them exhausted. Well, I'd wager that's more than enough from me. I'm sure you have more than enough to discuss amongst yourselves. I'm grateful to have the honor to address you once again. And remember, Vostek stands with you in all your endeavors. Best, Victor. Voting Results The Universal Council has consolidated the votes of each of the factions. Stop the Anomalies Advance. 3. Empire, Federation, Union. Flee from the Anomaly. 0. The final vote is in favor of instructing the fleets to stop the Anomalies Advance. The continuous transmission to the fleet from Station Ignis commenced several minutes ago. We still have no guarantee that the message will even reach our ships. In the event the Council does receive a response, this will be relayed directly to all members of the Explorer program. Emergence Transmission from Soren Link Origin, the Obelisk Third Class S Frigate of the Universal Council Dating, 26th Report Time of Zeta Sagittarii 3.32 Designation, Operation Report. Hello? Hello? Is anyone hearing this? This is Soren Link, comms officer for the Obelisk. Seems like the signal interference from the anomaly is thinning out. So I hope this is getting through. Our other Class S ships just sent word that the anomaly is retreating. Though one of them, Inch's spear, was struck by one of the tendrils coming off the anomaly. I did not see it firsthand, but the crew aboard the surrounding ships said it was as if the hull was ripped out of space completely evaporated into nothing. I am on the obelisk's main observation deck at the moment and have a clear visual on the light as it's pulling away. It looks almost like it's being sucked back in towards the point of origin. No report yet if the quantum resonance experiment was the cause of this, but given the incident coincided so directly with the combined efforts of our Class S ships, it seems very likely. Whatever the cause of this phenomenon, it is certainly stunning. The rest of our ships are continuing their retreat, and the command has been given for the Class S ships to rejoin the fleet for now. Since we don't know exactly what the outcome of this new development will... Hold on. I'm seeing something from the bridge window here. Trying to get a closer look on the monitors. There, and... Uh, yes, I have it up. It looks like the anomaly is... solidifying. By the stars, it's certainly shrunk quite a lot. All the colours are running together, and the light, it's its taking on a new shape. Something like a large sphere. Hold on a moment. Excuse me. Jane, can I get a confirmation on this from the other fleets? And Jensen, switch our radio emitters to shortwave. If this is what I think it is, we're going to need them soon. Yes, hello again. Apologies, some of the crew have gathered on the bridge, so it's slightly harder to make out. But the light is... Yes, it's fading now. 
threading around the edges of this object and collapsing in the centre. Ah, and now it's completely gone. My word. There's no mistake in this, for certain, even from this distance. Yes, I've just received confirmation from one of the technicians. The clouded atmosphere may be gone, as well as the mysterious disrupting signal. But it is the same planet. Mimir has returned. Jensen, tune the emitters to local, please. I'll let the fleet know we're turning back around. Transmission ends.